G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 with Neil Johnson on Vision. And it is a special edition of 2020 today and a genuine privilege today to welcome the 2023 Australian Mother of the Year. And we are about to be joined by this year's winner and the awards presented every year. And you know what? It has a history that dates back to 1994 as an opportunity to showcase the women responsible for excellent parenting in the community. Now, originally, the awards were sponsored by Barnardo's, but they relinquished the honour, saying that it no longer reflected diverse families back in 2020. And in reaction to that, that political correctness, that sentiment... Family Voice Australia stepped up and they took on the awards and they have made announcements now in the week before Mother's Day and this is their third year of the award carried by Family Voice Australia. It's our absolute pleasure to welcome two representatives from Family Voice Australia for the announcement of this year's winner. Peter Downey is the National CEO of Family Voice Australia. Uh, Peter, a special welcome along to you. Oh, thank you, Neil. It's uh, great to be here, and uh, we're very excited about the announcement. And a voice that uh, lots of regular listeners will be very familiar with, Andrew McColl, who is the Family Voice Queensland State Director. Andrew, a special welcome along to you. Thanks. Thanks, Neil. It's uh, great to be here again. <coughs> uh, gentlemen, uh, this is, in some sense, where I get to hand over to you to make an announcement. But before we do that, uh, the significance of an award like this, and if I come to Andrew here, uh, who's written a number of books all about uh, family, about parenting, about significant issues around uh, where women and families fit in Australian society, this is really a substantial award. It's something that recognises an outstanding commitment to motherhood and uh, to womanhood. Any thoughts here from you, Andrew, on the value of this sort of award? Well, it certainly is good to be able to congratulate somebody who's taken steps to be a mother in the first place, which all of us have a mother or we had a mother. And uh, because it's always good to recognize those ladies who take on the role of motherhood and raising children and the getting up in the night to help a sick child and all of the, the, all the matters that fathers and mothers deal with, but mothers in particular... And uh, so because we've got a lady who we're going to be talking to in a few moments who's done a lot of this and cared for not just her own children but some foster children as well and has been happy to accept the traditional role of a, of a wife and mother, be involved very much in the raising of children and the education of children, we are just thrilled to be part of this process of awarding our 2023 Mother of the Year. Well, Peter Downey, you're the national CEO of Family Voice Australia, and I know that it was a significant undertaking to get into and behind this award, and I know you see the value. It's like a treasure having the privilege of being able to announce this. So I'm going to hand over to you. You might like to say a few words and then make an announcement for us. 
Uh, thank you, Neil. Yes, it is certainly a privilege um, to be able to be involved in, in this award. Um, we we want to honour mothers. Uh, they do a, a fantastic uh, job you know, for the, the family and society and the church. Um, really, uh, they, what they do is, it's hard to put into words, but it's just amazing. Like we've all experienced the love of a mother and there's nothing on earth like it. And so, yeah, we we want to be involved in this, uh, and we're very pleased to be involved in it. And uh, if you're happy now, I'll uh, I'll give the information that uh, we, there we had a lot of very good nominations, and we'd like to thank all those who put in the nominations. Uh, the, the, so it was a it was a very strong field. Um, but nevertheless, we've made a choice, and the choice is Kiralee Smith. Kiralee Smith, a name known to our listenership. And uh, that, again, is an enormous privilege that Kira Lee has been named the Australian Mother of the Year. It so happens that Kira Lee is joining us. Kira Lee, welcome along. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm quite overwhelmed. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this, Kira Lee, is your opportunity for an acceptance speech. I don't know whether you've got uh, a whole lot of good things prepared, but how are you feeling? Well, uh, I am feeling overwhelmed and amazed and humbled and uh, it's just incredible. So thank you so much for... For the acknowledgement and the recognition, um, I think, you know, you, Neil, and others who know me, I, I just do what I do because I feel called by God to do it and I have the love and support of an amazing family. And uh, it, it is incredible to be recognised in this way and I'm, yeah, I'm deeply humbled. I'm so thankful to my mother who raised me with such energy and love and acceptance and belief in me. Uh, she died, unfortunately, 25 years ago, but uh, her legacy and spirit remains very strong uh, for me and I'm surrounded by the most amazing women every day of my life in my community and uh I just couldn't, I'm not who I, I wouldn't be who I am without them and uh, and I, I feel like there are so many other far more worthy women than I am to accept this award but uh, but I do humbly accept it and say thank you very much for that, uh, that honour. Uh, Kira Lee, I wonder if you can just let us into your motherhood here for a few moments because uh, you're a foster parent, you and your husband Greg, uh, three children, uh, you homeschooled your children. Take us into a little detail here into the responsibility you've taken on your shoulders to raise your family. Well, there, there is no greater role than being a wife or a mother. I just, I love it. It is what gets me out of bed in the morning. It uh, energises me in every single way. Uh, my husband and I, uh, we fostered five children in total. We had two very young children, three and one, uh, for about a year or so before we had our own children. And then we took on uh, two twin, uh, sorry, twin four-year-old boys and their three-year-old sister it was very ironic. We didn't know that we were going to be able to have children. We'd lost one child uh, through miscarriage. It was four years into our journey of trying to fall pregnant and we took on these foster children and uh, we picked them up on the Saturday, found out I was pregnant with my son on the Tuesday. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> our, um, it, you know, and you hear that story a lot actually, but uh, we went on to have two more daughters as well and all six of those children are very close and uh, we... We just adore each one of them so much and it's been such an utter privilege to be involved in our foster children's <laughs> lives 
and in our own children's lives. So our three foster children are now adults. The twin boys both got married to the most wonderful women last year and our foster daughter is getting married this year. So we're very involved in that process and my uh, biological children, call, they all call, call each other siblings and brother and sister and they just adore one another. So it's been magnificent. And the homeschooling journey has just, oh, I'm so thankful for that. It's been tremendous in every single way. So I could talk about that for the next hour. That's up to you if you want me to or not. (laughs) We might even get into some of that. But, hey, you know, your fostering, the homeschooling aspect, there's another dimension that clearly has made you an outstanding candidate for this year's award, and that is your fearless advocacy for women and for girls and for families. I wonder if you can take us into the way that you have, in some sense, grown into a role where you've become a spokesperson for women and families. Yeah, look, I have said all along I'm a very accidental activist in this space, but I take very seriously the stewardship role that I believe God has given me in giving me a large audience and a platform to speak simple and plain truth. Um, I've said it over and over again, and I'll say it again today, that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and uh, he is the truth. And so speaking the truth is also speaking love because God is love. And uh, I guess I will say it to an audience of one, an audience of a million, I don't really care, that men are men and women are women and nobody can change their sex. And unfortunately, uh, for women and girls in our society at the moment, our rights are being eroded. Uh, The words that we use to describe ourselves are being erased and hijacked. And it's having some really dire consequences for women in so many different spaces and services, including sport, in prisons, in rape crisis shelters, in education. And uh, so all I will do is speak plainly about that. And I have a wonderful organisation called Binary. And uh, we are doing, I think, some important work in the country at the moment around these issues. And you're not just a gentle spokesperson for women and for families. Uh, You are fearless, as I said, to the point, Kiralee, where there are some challenges that are coming against you, even some forces that are trying to silence you and quieten down your advocacy for women and children. I wonder if you can take us into some of those things. uh, If they are sensitive, that's fine. But uh, take us into some of those things that are developing around you even as we speak. Yes, well, because of um, my advocacy and particularly for women in sport, I'm now facing two applications for apprehended violence orders in the New South Wales uh, local courts, which just boggles my mind. I am not violent. I have never been violent and I've never advocated violence. And I do not believe that words or truth, such as stating that men are not women, is violence. That's about all I can say about that. And then they're also bringing some uh, vilification cases against me uh, with the anti- Uh, discrimination board in New South Wales but what I will say is that I will vigorously defend myself against those accusations because they are not true and it's not acceptable to silence women and girls who simply want to draw boundaries for our single sex spaces and services. And if I come back to our Family Voice Australia representatives who are here with me in the studio and uh, hearing of these things, these forces that are being arrayed against the mother of the year and now 
I'm only assuming here, but I'll come to you, Andrew McColl, uh, that a decision to make Kiralee Smith Mother of the Year was something that was separate from the fact that all of these things are now coming against Kiralee. These would have been decisions perhaps made way before these things came to light. Uh, any thoughts from you here on to, uh, you know, Kiralee as someone who is the Mother of the Year because of her uh, fabulous motherhood, their parenting skill, ability, that ethos that comes from within her. Uh, and now, are you surprised even to see some of these things arrayed against her? Well, yes and no, Neil, because what we find is that as soon as, as, soon as Christian people stand up for truth and for the facts of Scripture, they're going to find, and this, ha- this has happened historically, they're going to find people that don't appreciate it, they, they, people who claim that they're offended by it. Now, there was a very important word that Kiralee used earlier when she spoke about her stewardship of children. And that's a very important biblical term where God calls us to be stewards over all of creation. And for most of us, that starts with ourselves. And then if we're talking about marriage and family, there's a spouse and then there are children if they come along. So she wanted to fiercely protect the, the, the children and, and the family that God has given her from those uh, intrusions, those threats that are coming both to her and in her local area and in her, her state and nation. She saw that as, as a serious threat. She wanted to stand up against it. And, this, and while this has not been, I mean, the, the, there are really numbers of reasons why we wanted to nominate her as a, a, a mother of the year, but this was one thing because she was prepared to stand up and say about about men and women, boys and girls, it's not loving to lie. And you don't you don't help someone by affirming a lie and it is not violence or bullying to state the truth that men are not women. And that outspoken and, and bold stand has led to a male opponent having her placed under an AVO, even though uh, she lives hundreds of kilometres away, has never met this person, and has neither contemplated or threatened violence against him. So we realise that these are the things that are confronting Christians today in our society, and it is incumbent upon us as as Christians faithful to God to stand up and be counted and speak the truth in love in all of these situations. And Peter Downey, the national CEO of Family Voice Australia, uh, did you realise that just a few years ago, when the opportunity presented itself for Family Voice to take over from Barnardo's and to sponsor the Mother of the Year Awards, uh, that you might be in for a battle time, a battle around those that you would have nominated and announced as Mother of the Year, a battle even, uh, no doubt there'll be some concerns that people will have about family voice and uh, the way you stand so strongly for motherhoods and for women. Uh, did you anticipate those sorts of challenges that might be on the way, Peter? Uh, n- not really, uh, Neil. No, that certainly wasn't in our mind at the time. We were just concerned to uh, continue to respect motherhood and the important role that mothers played. But uh, having uh, taken up that position, we're uh, very happy uh, to be in the fight uh, for, for our Lord and, and for the truth. And so we're, we, we're very keen to stand with Kira Lee and others who may be uh, confronted with this lawfare uh, that is brought against uh, Christians uh, when they try to speak the truth in the public square. 
Well, uh, we're going to end this part of our conversation and continue our conversation with Kiralee Smith, who remains our guest uh, through the next 40 minutes or so. But I want to say a special thank you to Peter Downey, the National CEO of Family Voice Australia, and to Andrew McColl, the Family Voice Queensland State Director, uh, for coming in and for using this platform even as an opportunity to make the announcement of something so significant as this, as the Australian Mother of the Year Award. Peter, thank you for joining us. Thank you very much, Neil. We really appreciate you helping us. And Andrew, thank you for coming in today and sharing your wisdom around Mother of the Year as well. Thank you very much, Neil. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.